Hello and welcome back to Moments with Moni. Today will be an update on some podcasting issues. There's so many new podcasters popping up all over the world. So I thought I'd share a few things today. The topics will be the Clubhouse Community Podcast Brunch Society, the Myers-Briggs Personality Trait Test, and a blog article that I submitted and was accepted. Thanks to podcasting, I have met so many new people around the world, Africa, India, Germany, England, and so many more. And now that I'm a moderator on the Clubhouse community group called Podcast Brunch Society, I have met even more and I get to spend time with them in deeper conversations about things, all things podcasting, life, and community. I usually pose a question to the group at the Clubhouse to get the conversation going. It's kind of like a university where you can walk down the hall and decide to go into different rooms and different topics. You see the topic written on the wall as you go into the clubhouse and you get to choose which room you go into. The smaller rooms you may get an opportunity to get called into and raise your hand and share some things or there's larger ones where you can just safely slip in, sit in the back of the room and just listen. And I've learned so much. People are so giving with their information and it's been a real blessing to be able to be a part of that. And it's nice to be able to share and offer things as well. So as the host of this room, I was searching my brain, racking my brain for a question for the day to propose to them. And well, what was on my mind at the current moment this week was I was looking over the Myers-Briggs personality test. Um, you know, these tests, I've never put a lot of faith into them, but I do know because I do know that God is not finished with us and we're not going to stay or we shouldn't stay the same we are today as we will be in the future, because we're constantly becoming more like him. But this particular test really has helped me to understand my cognitive functions and also those unconscious functions and how my brain works, how my personality works. And it's just amazing because it helps me understand myself better as well as others and to relate with them better. In fact, I was in the car with my oldest son, who is an INTJ, if you're familiar with the Myers-Briggs, and I'm the ENFP. The E stands for an extrovert, and he's the introvert. We'll just stay with that letter for now. So we're driving, I'm driving, he's in the passenger seat, and we're passing this big truck on the right that has a sign on there that says, so you don't like trucks? Well, then stop buying stuff. So my son told me, you know, I like this guy. And I said, you know, I do too. Okay, we're going to pass him on the left here in just a little bit. So when we get up to the cab, you roll down your window and wave and give him a thumbs up and I'll honk, okay? Here we go. And he said, 
he holds my arm, he touches my arm, and he says, let's not. And all of a sudden I realized this is where all of this Myers-Briggs training comes in handy because all of a sudden I busted out laughing and so did he because we realized that it's not something that I do to put him on the spot on purpose because to me it's no big deal. I mean, if I was on that side of the car, I would have said, hey, honk the horn, I'll roll down my window and wave at him. But here I am putting an introvert into the limelight and asking him to do something extremely extroverted. At that point, he told me it was like a flashback to his childhood. If you aren't familiar with the Myers-Briggs test, I'll leave the link in the show notes. I'll give myself as an example the initials, as I call it, that I have from that test, that character test, is ENFP. The E stands for extrovert, and I scored pretty high on that. The next one, the N stands for intuitive. That's where my brain will work in a flowing function from one subject to the next. Hence, this is why I called Moments with Moni, the name of my podcast, that way when my brain works in that eclective, some might say flighty, although I don't, eclective way, then I have the opportunity to have a podcast that has a name of a of an umbrella that will cover just about any subject that I may go into. Now the F is the next initial, which has to do with feeling. And the next initial is P. I am a perceiver. My son, actually, the INTJ, has taught me that there are some cognitive functions that help us to go a little bit deeper into exploring these initials. Other than just hearing things like, oh, you can talk to anybody, you can jump from one subject to the next, uh, your feelings are deep inside of you and you perceive things, but you don't always have to have um, the answer. You collect the information and share information. Well, if we look at these cognitive functions, we can give ourselves a picture of four people seated in a car, in a vehicle. You have your driver, the passenger, you have the 10-year-old seated in the back seat, and a three-year-old in the back seat. For me, the driver is the extrovert. The passenger is my intuitive sense. The 10-year-old is feeling, and the three-year-old is the perceiver. These help us understand the cognitive functions. My driver's seat person is my extroverted intuition. This is when I'm the most happy and I do things effortlessly, except speak, effortlessly. Thank you very much. See, I'm in my happy place right now. That was an extroverted intuition moment with Moni. The next function in the passenger position is, well, I can give you an example of when I'm a teacher. It's an intuitive feeling, or I'm sorry, internal feeling. 
And that's when I am a teacher, something that I'm teaching that's I'm proud of, a mission, a purpose. And to me, that is definitely the word of God and Jesus Christ, the good news of salvation for all mankind, if they're willing. So you've already met two people in my head. Now we're going to meet the third. And that's the 10-year-old in the back seat of the car that has extroverted thinking. This comes out in my life as a student, when I'm anxious and I turn into student mode, it helps me to get a sense of where I should be. And it also acts like that whip. When I do something wrong and it's not perfect, I just hit myself over the head with it. And then there's little three-year-old in the back seat that won't stay in its car seat, you know. This one is the introverted sensing. When I use this particular part of my brain, is it's when I feel attacked. I am usually peaceful and contented, very even keel. But if someone comes against my family, hurts someone that I love, then that mama bear will roar. And then there are four unconscious functions that my brain uses. Internal intuition, external feeling, internal thinking, and extroverted sensing. This internal thinking was, it comes about through adult stress. Um, and I was watching a video, a YouTube video on the ENFP and this internal thinking that we do because I wondered about that specifically. And they were showing how all of the other Myers-Briggs personalities uh, deal with this. And they had a few lines that they said, you know, each of the characters said that described them. But when it got to the ENFP towards the end, when they're talking about an ENFP's internal thinking and this adult stress mode, it went from this calm, peaceful person in front of a camera to one that was not facing you and all the world's headlines and bucket lists and grocery lists and things, all the lists that are in their mind are all being spoken at one time. And at the bottom was a short line. I can't remember what it said, but I know that when I get into that mode and then I realize all of a sudden that I am just head deep in all of these thoughts that are racing through my mind, that's sometimes I pull out of it. And as I'm doing it, my subconscious will say, stop the world. I want to get off. You know, that old Larry Norman song, stop the world. I want to get off. That exactly is what is going through my head. And it isn't easy for me I, because I find myself stuck in that throughout the day repeatedly because I'm processing so much and we have this tendency to look at all of the different scenarios in life and it's like we have to experience them and plan them out in our head so that when we actually get to that point, 
we can be calm and collected and handle the stress. And I've seen that in myself uh, for when, if, if it's something that I have thought about in the past, I can handle that stress at the moment and do what I need to do, but then later on fall apart and deal with the emotions. So I won't go into the other three unconscious functions. I'll save that for another time. But the reason I shared all this, <laughs> going from thought to thought to thought here, connecting the dots again, I did this. And as I was studying it, remember, I was looking for a question to pose to the group in the podcast brunch society. And the question I came up with was, what has podcasting taught you about yourself? So I had to stop and think, okay, if I'm going to ask these people about that, then I need to look inward as well, which an ENFP does. It's what we do. Um, but I'd like to share some of those things that I learned today that others shared with me on their coffee break. Um, as podcasters, we multitask in many different areas. So many of us were in and out of the room and handling phone calls and editing and still communicating because it's a nice way for us to have community. And that's one of the things that was shared um, that they learned about podcasting, that it's a, a wonderful way to use um, this media form to unify and to create a community so that we don't feel all alone. Because podcasting, editing, all these things are done alone. We have headphones on, sit in front of the computer with a microphone. We have Jesus, we got our Bible. And but we're, you know, other than God with us, we're alone most of the time. So it's nice to be able to reach out um, socially um, through whatever type of media, in this case, the clubhouse room. Another person shared that they learned that they are actually more bold than what they thought they were. To be able to do things on a microphone, behind a microphone that they never thought that they could. More insights where uh, someone had more confidence than they expected. And again, uh, more artistic than they ever thought they could be with creating content, creative content for all the media because each site that you go to, whether the social media places, they want things in a different perspective, um, different sizes. And we're also trying to connect with all of the listeners or viewers in those areas on YouTube or LinkedIn and Facebook, Instagram, Parler, MeWe, Twitter, um, and all of the new ones that are popping up as well. Another person shared that, you know, it's really important to remain faithful in the little things because when he first started his podcast, it was, it just had a few listens a week or a day, either one. Um, but now I don't remember how long he mentioned that he had this particular podcast now, but he's into the thousands of downloads, thousands of listens a week, a month. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. The, 
the numbers, he was faithful in the little things. And God grew that into something that is really blessing a lot of people. And that was his point, to be faithful in those little things. And then they also learned to curate the information so that he'd be able to share it easier, to be able to help people with what he's learned. And then there was someone who did a lot of editing, and it was nice to be able to listen to him because I I deal with all, I do my own editing. And one of the things that I deal with, well, I'm going to have to here, is at the 11.55 mark, try and get out some, try and remove a loud car that went past and I didn't, wasn't paying attention. I was still speaking. So I have to put this into a different program now and try and pull that sound out. So when you actually listen to this podcast, check it around the 11.55 mark and see how well I did. We use a program called Audacity, or I do, to be able to um, do different effects to the sound levels, compression, and so many other things that are in there that we can uh, use to correct any type of mistakes that are in our final recording. Another person shared that they learned to get things done, even though it wasn't in their comfort zone. And I have a story about that. We had a a rabbit. Our youngest son had a rabbit. And he really enjoyed being in his cage, that big black rabbit with the floppy ears. But there was one day that um, my son was cleaning out his cage and the rabbit decided to jump out. But he froze when he hit the grass and he just sat there. It's like, what do I do now? It was outside of its comfort zone. And I've just seen so many people like that. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure it's because of my personality and extroversion and all of that. I enjoy new things. I enjoy change. But I hear most people are not like that. And so I always think of that bunny when uh, people talk about comfort zones. And I think the last thing that one of them mentioned was about the speaking style, the way that they talk on their podcast. When podcasters begin, it's a good idea to just pick up your phone, turn on the recorder and speak into it and see what you sound like. Most people don't like what they sound like. As we delve into all the equipment on this, there are lots of things that you can use to change the way that you sound. But if it's constantly a main drone and you're sharing information like this, then a lot of people decide that I just can't handle this type of speech because it's not appealing. It's more important to have a little bit of liveliness in your voice Even when you have a mistake, it's okay. It's all right. My favorite is story mode. I love to tell stories. I don't do that enough recently because I have been doing the Revelation series, which is a lot more serious and it's filled with difficult information. It's a labor of love right now 
to finish going through that because this information is so difficult. And I know that there are hearts that are so hardened that will not accept the free offer of what Jesus has for them. And it makes my heart very heavy. But it's okay because I know that God has predestined me to do the works that he has created for me before I was even on this earth. And he has equipped me with what I need. He has emboldened me to share his word in these last days of the church age. I didn't have this confidence a year ago to share it. And I wanted to share in a blog post that actually was accepted on the Christian Podcasters Association blog. I submitted an article on the mindset of a podcaster, the podcast overcomers. I'll put the link in the show notes so that you can hop over and read it. It's only a short read, but it talks about the four different types of creatives, how our minds think, and whether you are sharing God's word in person, face-to-face with someone, or on a podcast. These things will apply. The mindset of those things that hold us back are shared on there. And a reminder that uh, we can do this. We are overcomers. So thanks so much for listening. I invite you to partner with me in prayer as I keep you in prayer as well. When you head over to the website, please leave a review or a comment. I'd love to hear from you. You can buy me a coffee or two and help support the cost of this podcast. For those of you out there who plan on podcasting, It does cost a little bit to do this, to have your own real estate out there rather than a free program that may disappear because it's not really free and the content may not be yours forever if they shut down the site. So if you have more questions about podcasting, send me an email, connect with me on Instagram, on the website, on Twitter, on Facebook, any of those places. I'm even, did I mention LinkedIn already? And if you know of anyone that will benefit from this information, please share the episode with your friends and family. Thanks so much for listening to Moments with Moni. I look forward to being with you next time. So until next time we meet here, there, or in the air, remember, it is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord and to sing praises unto his name, O Most High to show forth his loving kindness in the morning and his faithfulness every night. He began a good 
真的。